This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hi, it's Claire Kimball here, the founder of The Squiz. This week marks six years of putting out The Squiz Today podcast and I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening. If you love what we do, and we hope you do, please tell your friends about us. It's all the birthday present we could ever need. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 12th of July. In your Squiz Today, Kiribati pulls out of PIF. COVID isn't over, the cost of flights is expected to rise, and a bargain pop-up wine bar. This is your Squiz Today. The Pacific Islands Forum is about to meet in Fiji. It's an annual summit that brings together 18 countries in the Pacific region, including Australia and New Zealand. You'll hear us referring to it as PIF or the PIF. On the eve of the get-together, Kiribati has pulled out, not only of the summit, but of the forum altogether. At a time when there's a lot of focus on relationships in the region, it's a bit of a blow, Claire, but some of these tensions have been simmering away for a while. Yeah, they have. And long story short, the Pacific Island region is made up of Micronesia, Polynesia and Melanesia. Uh, Kiribati is part of Micronesia. And what they've wanted is to have a chance at being uh, the leadership crew of the Pacific Islands Forum. They haven't had a chance at that. It's really been held by Polynesia and Melanesia for many years. There was, they say, a gentleman's agreement for Micronesia to lead the forum. Uh, but that didn't happen in 2021, so they have been very unhappy about that. It seems that other nations from the Micronesian area have been tucked in, but Kiribati hasn't, and its president yesterday said that they're out. Our Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has called Kiribati's decision unfortunate. New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern says that keeping the Pacific family together at a time like this is critical. I mentioned the timing of this before. There's nearly more importance on a unified Pacific family than ever before. Yeah, two issues that are really dominating. Uh, one is the geopolitics that we've talked quite a bit about in recent months, and that has mm. to do with China's interest in getting closer to Pacific Island nations, uh, having that united front where they could come together at the PIF, uh, that meeting that starts today, was seen as really important so that they could have a conversation about it. Also, climate change is a really big issue, uh, including for Kiribati, which really is a bit of a poster child when it comes to climate inaction. It is a very thin island. uh, And when you look at it, it's one of the nations that they say would first disappear if sea levels rose to such a level that that was a possibility. If you talk to people like Fiji's Prime Minister Frank Barney-Marama, who is hosting forum leaders over the next few days, he will say that climate change is a bigger issue than the geopolitics. If you want to connect the dots a little more about the agenda of the PIF and our regional neighbours, as well as what's going on with China, then jump into our shortcut from last week on Australia and our Pacific family. It's a 10-minute listen. It'll give you a whole lot more context as to what's happening because this is likely to continue to keep coming up in the news. 
to the courts now. A man called Jason Roberts has been found not guilty of the 1998 murders of Victorian police officers Gary Silk and Rodney Miller. This is a case that had huge impacts on the Victorian policing community at the time. The retrial took three months, Claire, and Roberts has now walked free after nearly two decades in prison. Yeah, it's one of those cases that has been talked about quite a bit in Victoria in the years that followed those 1998 murders of those two police officers. What happened was those police officers were on the hunt for men that they believed had committed a series of armed robberies across Melbourne southeast. Uh, they were shot dead after they pulled over a car. What prosecutors said was that then 17-year-old Jason Roberts and his girlfriend's father were in that car and were responsible for those deaths. Uh, Roberts had said over many years that he had been part of the robberies but not the murders. And in a retrial, the jury agreed. The officers' families have released a joint statement saying they're absolutely devastated by the decision. And while we have you on legal matters, the Chris Dawson murder trial wrapped up yesterday. A reminder here it was a jury free trial due to the high profile nature of the case because of the teacher's pet podcast justice ian harrison hopes to hand down his judgment relatively quickly on to the latest in Ukraine, with Russia now controlling most of the east, the focus is shifting to the west and south. Ukraine is said to be putting together a one million strong fighting force to try and take back some of its southern territory from Russia. Yeah, and what they have said too is that for any Ukrainians who are in parts of that territory that Russia had already claimed that they're mounting a counteroffensive. They've told locals there to take cover or to try and get out of those areas. Uh, what it really points to is Ukraine trying to regroup after losing a lot of territory in that east to try and make sure that its other territories are protected. It comes as Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky again accused Russian President Vladimir Putin of deliberately targeting civilians. At least 15 people were killed in the town of Shaziv Yar when a Russian missile hit an apartment building there. And an update on COVID news now. The World Health Organization is warning that while the pandemic is changing, it's not over. Global cases continue to rise as a couple of big factors come together. What the World Health Organization says is that the removal of public health restrictions uh, has really helped the spread of Omicron, which is particularly easy to transmit. Also, low vaccine uptake in parts of the world have all contributed to the rise again of COVID cases. It's not just Australia talking about this. Uh, there are cases increasing in the United Kingdom, lots of concern there, a 20% uplift in the number of cases in the last week. Uh, also, the United States is heading towards its second largest COVID wave. It's reporting about 100,000 new cases each day. And of course, they say that number is conservative because they don't think many people are reporting their cases these days. Also, the Chinese territory of Macau has entered a two-week lockdown yesterday. Yesterday, all of the famous casinos there have shut down. Shanghai is also on high alert. If we come back to what's happening here, authorities are considering reducing the period a COVID-positive patient is considered immune from 12 weeks to 28 days, and that's a reflection of the current reinfection rates. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. 
Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. If looking at your mate's European holiday social spam is giving you the travel bug, then there's a bit of tough news ahead. Flights are set to get more expensive, according to the International Air Transport Association. Must admit, I'm feeling pretty smug that I've booked a regular holiday that used to take back in the day. <laughs> uh, at the end of the year, that price is locked, locked in. in. What they're saying is that the price of oil particularly is driving up aviation fuels. And what the head of the International Air Transport Association says is that the price of air travel will go up without a doubt, he says, due to those fuel costs. It's the biggest part of the ticket, just paying for the fuel to get to where you need to go. Uh, And of course, we've talked about quite a bit in recent weeks and months that oil and petrol and diesel and all of those sorts of energy sources are really putting prices up. Expensive flights as well as chaos at the airports due to things like staff shortages, nearly enough to convince you to stay home, nearly. If it hasn't put you off and you are saving for a European vacay, then Audi's pop-up wine bar might be the place for you to have a drink. All you need is a fiver, Claire. <laughs> That's a nice segue, Larissa. I'll give you a clap for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly Thank right. You. Audi wine uh, out at a fancy restaurant bar type arrangement in Sydney. That's something that you can do. You're going to have to be very quick to do that. Tickets are selling fast. But $4.41, you get a selection of, of wine. <laughs> and cheese. It's pretty impressive. Not a bad deal at all. And we always hear about those wines from Aldi that are winning all these wine competitions. So it could be something to get along to if you're around Sydney. But as you say, act quickly. Bit of personal pride for me. I did note that on their menu that the Sauvignon Blanc was going for $1.16 a glass. <laughs> uh, I think when you're looking at Pinot Grigio, it's like 83 cents. So yet again, the Savvy B goes for the great gun. You've just got expensive tastes, Claire. What can we say? <laughs> <laughs> Squiz the day, Claire. What are you taking note of today? Look, it's the 60th anniversary of the first performance of the Rolling Stones. Uh, they did that at London's Marquee Club uh, and look what happened after that. It is nuts to think that they still tour. Incredible, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. Uh, For me, a little fact, today is the anniversary of the passing of the Commonwealth Franchise Act of 1902. That's the one that gave women aged over 21 the right to vote in federal elections. So uh, we can all raise a glass of Savvy B to that one, I think, Claire. (laughs) Very appropriate. That's all from us today. Have a good one. Have a good Tuesday. We will be back with you tomorrow.